0: 9:30 in 716 George H W Bush was never in Buffalo as president but he visited on numerous occasions as a candidate and a local man remembers all too well I
1: had the honor of meeting him several times I hosted the dinner for him once and then he came to our home for dinner.
0: I'm Tim Wenger on nine thirty and seven one six. Anthony Joya, known for hosting numerous Republican fundraisers at his home in Buffalo, served as ambassador to Malta during the Bush forty three administration, and over the course of time encountered forty one, even hosting him at dinner at his own home.
1: He is such a was such a classy guy. I mean, he was just an amazing person.
0: Anthony Joya talking with me as the funeral for George H.W. Bush was underway.
1: Seeing some of the eulogies that are going on now in the uh, the last few days since he passed away, he was just such an honorable person, uh, had the dignity for the office, uh, a true, true patriot. When you think of the last thing he did as president was to write that beautiful letter to Bill Clinton
0: yeah that really is is a remarkable uh you know in in today's politics uh, a remarkable gesture uh you know a guy that uh you know uh, beat him um you know right. a formidable uh challenger and, and ended up winning and uh um former president uh george bush forty one you know uh, right. had had the forethought to do that
1: well you know i i've, I've had this big bug i guess on on the, how our Whole country has gone to such a partisan um, track, and I wrote an op uh, you know an op-ed about a week or two ago about that. That uh, that wasn't always the case, and I think that uh, the letter that George H. W. Bush wrote to Bill Clinton is a perfect example of that. Of of, of you know he was an American first.
0: You know, a lot has been said over the past several days uh, about George Bush, and, and uh, it seems like everybody always puts the asterisk. But he was a one-term president. Boy, in that one term, um, he sure made an impact.
1: Yeah, he sure did. And, and he wouldn't have been a one-term president if it wasn't for, uh, for the fact that uh, Ross Perot ran. And people, you know, a lot of people forget that. That uh, if it was just against Bill Clinton, he probably would have won. And uh, one fairly. I wouldn't say easily, but uh, uh, would have won. But, I mean, you know, look, you know, he took it. He understood. He he handled it properly, obviously. And he certainly was supportive of Bill Clinton. And now Bill Clinton, you know, has uh, been a good, good friend of uh, George H.W.'s.
0: Talk about when you were around him, um, what you remember, um, you know, maybe some takeaways that uh, you'll carry with you.
1: Well, I wasn't around him that much. I don't want to have anybody think that I was an intimate friend of George H.W. Bush. I mean, you know, I, I, I had the honor of meeting him several times. I hosted a dinner for him once, and then he came to our home for dinner. Uh, but just a class guy. And then I took him to Roswell Park on a tour of Roswell Park because he was the former chairman of the board of uh, M.D. Anderson, I think. And he had an interest in cancer. His, his dignity in class, I mean, he was just such a classy guy, uh, honorable um, uh, easy to talk to. Nobody felt intimidated by him, and he was very, very genuine. You know, when you talk to him and meet with him, you really felt you were the only person he was interested in, and so it, it wasn't that he was just giving you the you know the fast handshake and goodbye. Uh, and he spent you know hour hour and a half at our house, uh, which is you know something we'll never forget. And he met all of our children and uh, our one grandchild at the time, and we've got some pictures of that. So he was. Just a wonderful, wonderful human being, and he had a great, great uh, career. I mean, more than just you know, you know, you know, one-term president. He was our first envoy to China. Um, he was director of the national, uh, of, uh, you know, of the CIA. Uh, so he did some substantive things, uh, you know, you know, besides just being a president.
0: You know, a lot of people would be fairly intimidated by having someone like uh, George H. W. at at their home. I know you've had uh, many many a high profile uh, political fundraiser at your home, but uh, right. you know, and, and you'd feel like you would need to, uh, you know, really put out the the, the the fine china, so to speak. And I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying that in jest, but he doesn't seem like that type of person to me. I didn't know him, but uh, you did know him enough to at least comment on that.
1: Right. Right. No, he he was he was very easy to be with. Uh, we had uh, John McCain and Mitt Romney when they were both the nominees for the Republican Party. That was more intimidating because of those extra Secret Service protection. Then, because uh, when the nominee of the other party uh, is in fact nominated, they get as much Secret Service protection as the president. So that was more intimidating <laughs> than this was. I mean, this was a little bit more relaxed by comparison. And and he was he was just very very gracious. Uh, he knew everybody wanted to meet him, and, and he you know, stood and talked to people. Uh, anybody who wanted to have their picture taken with him did. Uh, and uh, it, it was um, right in our living room uh, um, in front of our fireplace, and this one very nice painting that we have there. So more people have that painting in their
0: house than you can imagine because George Bush was in it. That's interesting. What do you think George Bush would say about Politics today in 2018.
1: Well, probably the same stuff that I've said. It's just too divisive, uh too partisan. They're not being Americans first. I mean, the, that's the thing when you think about it. I, I hadn't thought about him in that sense until he passed away. But the, this just wouldn't happen under George H. W. Bush. I mean, he, he was an American first. He, he had a point of view. He had friends on both sides, as did George W. But uh, and ronald reagan um but it's just so partisan now and anytime you can get a get a chance to you know knock somebody you do it i think the media certainly helps it because they're so biased in my opinion anyway uh the new york times washington post and most of the media most of the broadcast media on the democratic side they just continue to fan the flames and i think it gives uh, the democrats cover to continue on not that the republicans are totally innocent but uh,
0: uh, it, it's just a shame
1: that, you know, we got to be Americans first, not Republicans or Democrats. Uh,
0: it, you know, it's interesting to me, too, all of the coverage since uh, we learned of his passing, uh, you know, late Friday, early Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it does seem as though a lot of that has been set aside for the past several days uh, to commemorate um, his, right. his right. life. Are you at all surprised by the outpouring um, that there has been?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um, uh I'm certainly pleased about it, and and thank God maybe the country's coming back to its senses. That, that, you know, it took George H.W. Bush's death to have us realize what we should be like and what our priorities should be not partisan politics, but, uh, uh, you know, our country, period.
0: Yeah, I know you've been uh, keeping track of some of the coverage. It is remarkable, isn't it, when you look in that cathedral and you see uh, five living presidents across that front row. And uh, You're
1: looking down and saying, "Gee, I wish I had got this press when I ran." <laughs>
0: yeah, you know,
1: that's uh,
0: a good press when I ran the last time. So. Five of them in the same row, and no one's yelling at each other.
1: <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. I, I mean, let's just hope that this is a takeaway that the entire country can benefit from, uh, because I would hate to see tomorrow it goes back to the partisan stuff and uh, of the you know Kavanaugh hearing type uh, things that are going you know have, have been going on for. Yeah, you know, you know, a few years. It's not good
0: for the country. Former President George W. Bush says he told his father just before he died last week in Houston at age 94 that he had been a, quote, wonderful dad and that he loved him. Delivering a eulogy at the Elder Bush's funeral today, George W. Bush said the last words his father would ever say on earth were, I love you too. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.